Are you an ESL law student struggling to navigate the intricate world of legal research papers? Does the prospect of crafting a compelling argument in a language that's not your native tongue feel daunting? Fret not. In today's episode, we unravel the secrets to mastering legal English for research papers. I understand the challenges you face, having guided numerous students through this academic journey. Join me as we dive into the art of structuring, refining language, and polishing your legal research papers. Transform your writing from a source of stress to a powerful tool for academic excellence. Stay tuned, and let's embark on a journey to elevate your legal research and writing. Legal English for Research Papers. Pursuing Academic Excellence. The For Legal English podcast is now in session. Welcome to the For Legal English podcast. This is the show for lawyers, law students, and other professionals from all over the world who want to improve both their legal English and legal knowledge. In this podcast, we discuss different legal topics, such as law in the news, law in practice, legal writing, legal movies, and other issues. This podcast does not constitute legal advice. If you need legal advice, consult an attorney. You can check out our blog articles, available courses, and the show notes for this episode on our website. That's fours in the number four, legal English, no spaces or dashes.com. Fourlegalenglish.com. I'm Timothy Barrett, your host. I'm a former practicing attorney from the United States, more recently a law professor in Tbilisi, Georgia, and currently an author and podcast host, among other things. Greetings, colleagues. Welcome back to another insightful episode. I hope this finds you in good legal spirits. Today's topic is one that's close to the heart of every legal scholar. Legal English for Research Papers, Pursuing Academic Excellence. Now you might be wondering, why dive into the intricacies of academic writing? Well, buckle up, because in the legal realm, your ability to articulate thoughts on paper is as crucial as presenting a case in court. So whether you're a seasoned practitioner or a budding legal mind, mastering the art of writing research papers is your ticket to excellence. In this episode, we'll navigate the nuances of legal English and provide you with practical guidance on crafting research papers that stand out. So let's be about it. Importance of Academic Writing in Legal Education Let's dive into why academic writing holds such a paramount place in legal education. As a seasoned legal mind, you're no stranger to the power of words. However, when it comes to academic writing, the stakes are even higher. You see, beyond the courtroom, your ability to articulate legal concepts in writing is a hallmark of your expertise. Legal education isn't just about memorizing cases and statutes. It's about mastering the language that shapes the law. And where does this mastery manifest most prominently? In your research papers and academic essays. These are not just assignments. They're your opportunity to contribute to legal scholarship, to add your voice to the ongoing legal conversation. So, 
Whether you're a law student navigating the maze of legal academia or a seasoned practitioner looking to delve into scholarly pursuits, understanding the significance of academic writing is the first step. It's not just a formality. It's your way of leaving a mark on the legal landscape. In the following sections, we'll explore the unique challenges ESL students face in this realm and equip you with the tools to overcome them. Let's continue this journey into the heart of legal academia. Overview of the challenges ESL students face in legal research paper writing. The path to articulating legal ideas in written form is undoubtedly a challenging one for those who are navigating the intricacies of a language that is not their first language. Now, why is this process particularly challenging for ESL students? Firstly, let's talk about the language barrier. Legal English, a realm filled with precise terminology and structures, often appears like a linguistic maze. For ESL students, it's not just about understanding the legal concepts, it's about expressing these ideas with eloquence and accuracy in a language that is not their native tongue. The subtle nuances of legal English can be as perplexing as the legal theories themselves. Imagine, for a moment, deciphering the intricacies of a legal argument in a language that's not your mother tongue. It's akin to navigating a double-layered puzzle where the legal concepts are one layer and expressing them in a coherent and sophisticated manner is another. It's a formidable task, but fear not. We're here to guide you through this linguistic labyrinth. Secondly, the challenge extends beyond language to encompass cultural context. Legal systems differ vastly across the globe, and as global law students engage in legal research, they must grapple not only with the language intricacies, but also with understanding and integrating diverse legal frameworks. The principles that govern legal systems can vary significantly, adding an additional layer of complexity to an already demanding task. So whether you're studying the common law traditions or delving into civil law systems, Bridging the gap between legal theory and its expression in a language not native to you is an undeniable challenge. However, it's a challenge worth embracing, and in today's episode, we'll equip you with the tools and insights to navigate this journey successfully. Crafting a clear introduction and thesis statement. Now that we set the stage and acknowledge the challenges, it's time to unravel the first layer of constructing an impactful legal research paper. Crafting a clear introduction in a robust thesis statement. Your introduction is the gateway to your paper. It's not merely a formality, it's the first impression, the handshake that sets the tone for what follows. Mastering this can be a game changer. Introduction. In your introduction, you want to do a few key things. First, Provide a concise overview of the legal issue or topic you are addressing. Remember, conciseness is your ally. Legal writing, in its essence, appreciates brevity and precision. Second, set the context. Explain why the legal issue you're discussing is relevant and significant. This is where you showcase your understanding of the broader legal landscape. Now let's talk about the thesis statement. Think of it as the North Star of your paper. It succinctly encapsulates the main point or argument of your paper. Students often grapple with how to make this concise yet comprehensive. Thesis statement. Here's the tip. A good thesis statement should be specific. It should clearly outline the position you're taking on the legal issue. 
avoid vague or broad statements. Instead, provide a roadmap for what your paper will explore. I often tell my thesis students they're not writing a murder mystery. It's not a whodunit. You want to explain what you're arguing for or, or against right in the beginning. If they don't know if you're for something or against something until they get to the end, then you did something wrong. Also, avoid vague or broad statements. Instead, provide a roadmap for what your paper will explore. Let's go through an example. If your paper is about the impact of a recent legal precedent on a particular area of law, your thesis statement might be something like, this paper examines the implications of, insert the name of the case, on, insert the specific area of law, arguing that it reshapes the understanding of, insert the key legal concept. Remember, clarity is key. You want your readers, especially those not native to English, to grasp your thesis effortlessly. We've all read academic papers where you read a sentence or a paragraph and you have no idea what you just read. You have to unpack it or read through it a few times. That's not an effective way of writing. Join us in the next section as we explore the intricacies of developing a coherent argument in the body of your paper. Crafting a clear and compelling introduction is just the first step in mastering the art of legal research paper writing. Building a strong legal argument in the main body. Now that we've laid the groundwork with a compelling introduction and a focused thesis statement, it's time to delve into the heart of your research paper, constructing a robust legal argument in the main body. Organizing the main body. Effective legal writing is not just about presenting information, it's about constructing a persuasive narrative. For ESL students, organizing the main body can be a bit challenging. The key here is structure. Start each paragraph with a clear topic sentence. This sentence sets the stage for what the paragraph will discuss. For instance, if you're examining different legal doctrines, each paragraph could focus on one doctrine. Remember, each sentence is a supporting detail in that paragraph. Each of those details should support that topic sentence in the beginning of the paragraph. Now, when you write paragraphs, the topic sentence doesn't always have to be at the beginning, but when you're writing a legal research paper, it makes it much easier to have that topic sentence as the first sentence of the paragraph. All of the following sentences support that topic sentence. The topic sentence is kind of like a mini thesis just for that paragraph. If a sentence doesn't support that topic sentence or it's not relevant to it, then it needs to be in a different paragraph. Legal analysis. When it comes to legal analysis, clarity is paramount. Break down complex legal principles into digestible parts. Provide a concise explanation of each element and its relevance to your argument. Utilize case law and statutes to support your analysis. Quote them directly to strengthen your points. For ESL learners, remember that precision matters. Use legal English terms accurately to convey your ideas clearly. Counter-arguments. Addressing counter-arguments is a mark of a sophisticated legal paper. It shows that you considered different perspectives. Teach your readers why those perspectives are flawed and bolster your counter-arguments with sound legal reasoning. Transitions. Smooth transitions are the glue that holds your paper together. Guide your reader from one point to the next logically. 
Phrases like moreover, furthermore, and however can be incredibly useful. Remember, your goal is to make your argument flow seamlessly. Think of it like telling a compelling legal story. As we wrap up this section, stay tuned for the next, where we'll explore the art of concluding your research paper convincingly. Writing an effective conclusion. We've navigated the intricate landscape of structuring your research paper, and now we reach the grand finale, the conclusion. Crafting a compelling conclusion is just as crucial as any other part of your paper. Summarizing key points. Begin your conclusion by summarizing the key points of your paper. Remind your reader of the main arguments you've presented. For ESL students, clarity is paramount. Use straightforward language and revisit legal English terms you've introduced earlier. Restating the thesis. Revisit your thesis statement. Remind your audience of the central idea you aim to convey. This reinforces the purpose of your paper. For example, if your thesis was about advocating for a change in a legal standard, restate it clearly. Addressing significance. Explain the broader significance of your findings. What implications does your research have for the legal field? How might it impact future cases, legislation, or scholarly work? This is where you showcase the depth of your legal understanding. Avoiding new information. One common pitfall is introducing new information in the conclusion. Resist this urge. Your conclusion is a summary, not an introduction to new ideas. Keep it focused on what you've already explored. Encouraging further inquiry. End your conclusion by inviting further inquiry. Suggest how future research could expand on your findings. This demonstrates that your work contributes to an ongoing legal conversation. Before we wrap up this section, remember that your conclusion is the last impression you leave on your reader. Make it memorable. If you're enjoying today's episode, please subscribe, give us five stars, and a review. Go to the website four is in the number four legal English, no spaces or dashes dot com, four legal English dot com. Check out our blog articles, available courses, in the show notes for this episode. And please comment. It's a great way to practice and improve your legal English skills. If you're looking to improve your legal English skills, consider the conversational course. This course involves one-on-one tutoring, tailor-made towards your goals, and considering your level. This is a great way to kick up your legal English skills. For more information about this exciting course, check out the website. Precision in legal language and avoiding ambiguity. It's time to turn our attention to the finer details, language and style. Ensuring precision in your legal language is a hallmark of effective communication, especially in the scholarly realm. Defining legal terms. In legal research papers, precise language is not just a preference; it's a necessity. Clearly define legal terms, especially if they carry a specific meaning in the context of your paper. Remember, your audience may have a global background, so don't assume familiarity with all the terms that you use. Indeed, they may have different meanings in different cultures or different countries, different jurisdictions. Using defined terms consistently. If you've introduced specific terms with particular meanings, use them consistently. Consistency adds clarity. It's like building a roadmap to your readers, guiding them through your legal arguments without confusion. If you start using synonyms, 
in regular English writing that may be helpful. It, it varies how you're writing. It's easier for the reader or more enjoyable for the reader. But in legal writing, that's not very good. Because as you use synonyms for words, similar words, the reader is going to wonder, do they mean the same thing? Or do they mean something bigger, something smaller, something broader, something narrower, or something differently entirely? So when you're using specific legal terms or specific terms of art, you want to use them consistently. Otherwise, it's going to raise more questions and lead to confusion. Steering clear of ambiguity. Ambiguity is the enemy of effective legal writing. It leaves room for misinterpretation, which is something you want to avoid at all costs. Be concise and direct in your language. If a sentence can be interpreted in multiple ways, it needs revision. Precision in citations. When citing legal authorities, be precise. Provide accurate references to statutes, cases, or other legal sources. Remember, your reader should be able to trace your research steps with confidence. Choosing words carefully. Every word matters. Choose words with precision. For ESL students, it's about finding that balance between simplicity and accuracy. Strive for clarity without sacrificing legal nuance. Proofreading for clarity. After writing, take a step back and proofread with a critical eye. Ensure each sentence is crystal clear. If a sentence seems complex, consider simplifying it without compromising its integrity. Staying mindful of global audience. Given our international audience, be mindful of regional differences in terminology. Clarify concepts that might have jurisdiction-specific meanings. Developing a formal and scholarly writing style. We've mastered precision. Now let's finesse our writing style to befit the scholarly world. Formal tone. A legal research paper demands a formal tone. Avoid colloquial expressions and opt for a tone that aligns with the seriousness of legal discourse. While maintaining formality, aim for a tone that is confident, not arrogant. Authoritative, not condescending. Avoiding first person. In academic writing, steer clear of the first person. Instead of saying, I believe, opt for a more formal, it is argued, or the analysis demonstrates. This helps to depersonalize the writing and enhances objectivity. Utilizing passive voice judiciously. While too much passive voice can make your writing dense, judicious use can add to an air of formality. Passive constructions can be particularly useful when the focus is on the action rather than the actor. Appropriate punctuation. Mastering the use of punctuation adds to the formal quality of your writing. Pay attention to the correct use of colons, semicolons, and dashes. These punctuations can lead to a nuanced structure to complex sentences. Even a lot of native English speakers don't really understand colons and semicolons and either use them incorrectly or don't use them at all because they're not sure how to use them correctly. But they're actually pretty easy to master. But as an ESL student, it is a good use of your time to really master colons, semicolons, and commas. Make sure that you understand how to use them and when not to use them. And that will really raise the level of your writing. If you're interested in this, you should really check out the Grammar Fundamentals course on the website. Sentence structure. Craft sentences that are clear and succinct. 
vary sentence length to maintain reader engagement, but avoid overly complex structures that may confuse your audience. A good rule is one idea per sentence. Balancing conciseness and detail. While legal writing values precision, it's also about balance. Be concise, but don't sacrifice necessary detail. Your goal is to be clear and informative without overwhelming your reader. Legal citation style. Adopt a recognized legal citation style consistently throughout your paper, whether it's Blue Book, APA, Escola, or whatever jurisdiction you're in. Uniformity is key in legal writing, so be consistent. Reviewing scholarly papers. To refine your style, read scholarly legal papers. Analyze how seasoned legal scholars articulate complex ideas and adopt a formal tone. This not only improves your writing, but also deepens your understanding of legal discourse. Importance of editing and proofreading in legal writing. Now that we've crafted our research paper with precision and finesse, it's time to turn our attention to the critical steps of editing and proofreading. The art of editing. Editing is the refining process where we polish our rough gems into brilliant legal documents. Here are the key steps. One, structure and organization. Ensure a logical flow of ideas. Check if your introduction clearly states your thesis and if your conclusion aligns with it. Two, clarity and conciseness. Trim unnecessary words or sentences. Ensure that each paragraph contributes to your argument. Three, legal language precision. Confirm the accuracy of your legal terms and avoid unnecessary jargon that might confuse the reader. Four, citation accuracy. Cross-check each citation against the respective style guide. Verify that all sources are correctly referenced. Five, consistency. Confirm that your writing style is consistent throughout. Check for consistent formatting of headings, subheadings, and footnotes. The art of proofreading. Proofreading is the meticulous process of spotting and rectifying errors. Here's how you can do it effectively. One, take a break. Allow some time to pass before proofreading to approach your paper with fresh eyes. Two, read aloud. Reading your paper aloud helps catch errors that your eyes might miss. Three, grammar and syntax. Check for grammatical errors, sentence structure, and punctuation. Be especially mindful of subject-verb agreement and verb tenses. This can be especially tricky for ESL students. Four, spelling and typos. Run a spell check, but also manually review for typos and commonly missed errors. Pay attention to homophones like there and there or effect and effect. Five, peer review. If possible, have a peer review your paper. Fresh perspectives can uncover overlooked mistakes. Formatting. Confirm that your paper meets any formatting requirements. Check the font, the margins, and spacing. Lots of universities or academic institutions, as well as legal jurisdictions, have very strict formatting requirements. Make sure you meet those requirements. Two, citations and references. Once again, double-check your citations and references. Three, plagiarism check. Run a plagiarism check to make sure your work is entirely original. Remember, the last impression is often the lasting impression. Common mistakes to avoid in ESL legal research papers. 
Hello, legal scholars, as we approach the conclusion of our journey into crafting impeccable legal research papers. Let's shine a light on common mistakes that ESL students might inadvertently make. Being aware of these pitfalls is the first step to avoiding them. 1. Language ambiguity. The mistake? Using ambiguous language that can be interpreted in multiple ways. The solution? Prioritize clarity. Ensure that your sentences convey precise meanings. 2. Overuse of legal jargon. The mistake? Excessive use of legal terminology without proper context. The solution? Balance your use of legal jargon with clear explanations, especially when writing for a diverse audience. 3. Misuse of prepositions. The mistake? Incorrect use of prepositions, leading to grammatical errors. The solution? Pay careful attention to prepositions as they can significantly alter the meaning of a sentence. 4. Lack of transitions. The mistake? Failing to use transitional words resulting in disjointed flow. The solution? Incorporate transitional words to guide your reader through the logical progression of your arguments. 5. Inconsistent verb tenses. The mistake? Shifting between past, present, and future tenses inconsistently. The solution, maintaining a consistent timeline in your writing to enhance readability. 6. Neglecting parallel structure. The mistake, creating sentences without parallel structure affecting overall coherence. The solution, ensure that elements within a sentence, for example lists, follow a parallel structure. 7. Incorrect use of articles. The mistake, misusing articles, remember a, an, and the, leading to grammatical errors. The solution, understand the rules governing article usage, particularly in specific legal contexts. 8. Redundancy and wordiness. The mistake, including unnecessary words, making the writing verbose, too long. The solution, trim down sentences and phrases to convey your ideas concisely. 9. Lack of variety in sentence structure. The mistake? Overusing certain sentence structures, making the writing monotonous. The solution? Aim for a variety of sentence structures to maintain reader engagement. 10. Ignoring formatting guidelines. The mistake? Neglecting prescribed formatting guidelines. The solution? Double-check and adhere to the formatting requirements set by your institution or publication. Remember, mistakes are stepping stones to improvement. By recognizing these common errors, you are better equipped to produce high-quality research papers. Lexicon. Here are some words that might be considered advanced or challenging. If you want to learn more about these, check out our show notes at forlegalenglish.com slash podcast and look for today's episode. Ambiguity. Citations. Conclusion. Continuous improvement. Editing. Formal writing style. Introduction. Legal argument. Legal language. Main body. Precision. Proofreading. References. Scholarly. Thesis statement.
encouraging ESL students to embrace continuous improvement. Hello, dedicated learners. As we conclude this episode on mastering legal research writing in English, I want to leave you with a powerful message, one that transcends the confines of this podcast and echoes into your academic journey. Embracing continuous improvement. The journey of academic excellence is not a sprint, it's a marathon. It's not about reaching a destination, but about constant progress and refinement. As ESL students navigating the intricate world of legal English, each step you take, every paper you write, is a stride towards mastery. Embrace the idea of continuous improvement. Is this paper better than the last paper? Celebrate progress, no matter how small. It's easy to be critical of your work, especially when English is not your native language. However, I implore you to celebrate your progress, no matter how incremental. Every well-constructed sentence, every corrected place citation is a victory. Acknowledge and celebrate these victories. They are building blocks to your success. Seek feedback as a catalyst for growth. Feedback is not a critique. It's a catalyst for growth. Don't hesitate to seek feedback from professors, peers, or writing centers. Use it as a tool to refine your skills. In the world of academia, the willingness to learn and improve is a badge of honor. Persevere through challenges. Challenges are an inherent part of the learning process. When you encounter difficulties, remember that overcoming them is an opportunity for immense growth. Persevere through challenges and you'll emerge on the other side, stronger and more adept. Stay curious and inquisitive. Explore the intricacies of legal English. Delve into the depths of your subjects and let that curiosity be your guiding star. The journey continues. Remember, the journey of learning never truly concludes. It's a perpetual odyssey of exploration and enlightenment. Keep your curiosity alive, celebrate your victories, learn from challenges, and embrace every opportunity to refine your craft. What questions do you have about today's episode? You can post those questions or any comments on the show notes. This is a great way to practice and improve your legal English skills. You can go to the website for, as in the number four, legalenglish, no spaces or dashes, dot com, for legalenglish.com. You can check out our blog articles and show notes for this episode, and check out the episode quizzes. It would be fantastic if you could subscribe and give us a review. If you would leave us five stars and a nice comment, it would really help the algorithm and other people to find our podcast. If you leave a great review, I might even read it on the air. So start writing. The 4 Legal English Podcast is adjourned. Don't miss the next docket call. <laughs>